Good morning, it's April 10th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation was set up in 1933 as part of the Emergency Banking Act. Then-President Franklin D. Roosevelt established the FDIC as a way of protecting the deposits of the average American and not major corporations. At that time, the cap on insurance was $2,500, and today it's, it's grown to where the first $250,000 in deposits are federally insured. And that limit covers about 98% of the American public. But all this got turned on its head when the Silicon Valley Bank failed. For those who are not aware, the Silicon Valley Bank was a favorite among tech companies and especially startups. The bank was poorly managed and allowed itself to be leveraged to where it did not have enough cash to protect the deposits. In steps Joe Biden and says, not to worry, I'm like underdog and I am here. More than 90% of the cost of Silicon Valley Bank failure went to bailing out the uninsured deposits of tech companies like Roku and and others like that. And there are, there are 10 largest deposits at a total of $13 billion, which the federal government has now decided should be covered by insurance. But don't let anyone fool you. This was a government bailout. This is using FDIC dollars to protect Joe Biden, Democrats, and their strong allies in the tech industry. Watching the wringing of hands within the administration over this bank failure would lead you to believe that banks never fail. And that's simply not true. Banks take risks. They compete with each other, and they innovate on how to way to make, make more profit. We have banks fail every year in the United States. They fail because the risk they took by management did not pan out. But when these banks fail, most deposits are covered by the FDIC insurance program because they fall below the $250,000 cap. A recent study showed that of 600,000 small businesses, their median bank balance was about 12,000 or less. As for individual depositors, if you lined up 20 Americans in a room, the 19th richest person would have, based on the average, about $69,000 in the bank account. Very few Americans have more than $250,000 in a single bank. And that's what the FDIC was set up to protect, the average American. But if you want to understand why Joe Biden stepped in to make sure these deposits were covered, you have to simply look at the campaign contributions from the tech industry to his campaign and his fellow Democrats. By its own admission, Silicon Valley Bank catered its services to venture capitalists, startups, and leaders in the tech industry, many of whom we would all consider financially well-off and really not needing any government help. New York Times writer Andrew Ross Sorkin, who covers the tech industry, wrote on Twitter, quote, VC should say thank you. It's a bailout. Not like 2008, but it's a bailout of the venture capital community plus their portfolio companies, meaning their investments, that's a depositor base of SVB, end quote. Initially, it did not look like the federal government was going to step in. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank was clearly a concern, but any federal bailout was not on the table. Senator Bob Menendez agreed that the government should avoid bailing out SVB's investors, quote, I'm not ready to offer them a bailout by any stretch of the imagination. And he told this to NBC's Chuck Dodd during an interview on Meet the Press. But within days, that all changed. I suspect that somebody from the Democratic National Committee got on the phone to the White House and gave them the bare facts. If we don't bail them out, they're not going to have any money to donate to us. So here's some facts they're not going to tell you. Tech executives were among the top political donors in the last presidential race. The vast majority of that money went to helping elect Joe Biden and helping Democrats try to retake control of the Senate. Let me give you just a couple examples. The Asana CEO, Dustin Moskovitz, a co-founder of Facebook, 
donated over $24 million to Democrats. <clears throat> Twilio CEO Jeff Lawson and his wife donated over $7 million. Google CEO, CEO Eric Schmidt ponied up over $6 million to Democrats. <clears throat> Between funds to campaigns and outside groups, employees from the internet companies committed 98% of their contributions to Democrats. And that's according to the Center for Responsive Politics. California and Washington, the major technology centers, have long been Democratic strongholds. But the disparity in the tech industry is even greater because of their strong leanings toward Democrats and liberal policies. And in case you might ask how they get around the campaign donation limits, it's simple. And being honest, both parties do this. They donate to the super PACs, which are not governed by the federal campaign law, which caps donations at $2,800 for a candidate. I could keep giving you names of executives of tech companies that donated millions to each Democratic PACs, but I think you get the idea. So when Silicon Valley Bank failed because of poor management, Joe Biden had to ride to the rescue because a lot of those tech executives were getting nervous that they would lose some money. And if they lose money, they don't have it to donate. Plain and simple. <laughs> it's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.